Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello there and thank you for downloading today's podcast. Dean Gaia was lovely. He was lovely. Mm. Memory Monday, knowing from Neighbours and Australian Idol. It's interesting talking about, I guess, the cancel. I keep saying it wrong. Culture. Mm. Not the council culture. I keep saying that. But he he gets in trouble about comments, I guess, that... Well, his own opinions mm. yeah. that are well, based on from his own experience. Talking about like gun laws because he lived in South Africa. And- yeah. And even Lee Michelle. So he worked with her and there was lots of bullying claims about her on the show when he did Glee. And when they asked him about his experience with her, he said she was lovely to him. Mm. And then everyone came out and said he was a jerk. Mm. But he was just, all he was saying was is... He wasn't discarding what other people had said, but to him, yep. she had been really polite. Mm. So, Just like that with Marilyn Manson's exes. Mm, that's where true. Where a lot of the girls have got um, crucified because they came out and said our relationship was, was good. Mm. Yeah. Peter Von Teese. Yeah, speaking. yeah. Mm. But it doesn't mean that it, it – but they were saying, look, it doesn't mean that your relationship was. Mm. I'm just trying to explain mine. Yeah, mm. that's You've asked right. me for Do my was... experience. I'm telling it to you. I can't yes. change it. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever think about that? If someone that you've known for a long time that comes out like bad information about them? I do think about that, but then I do, I think that's why people get shocked by it. But, mm. but how do you, I guess if you, if some, if someone does something really bad, someone you love, right, mm. does something really bad and they've never treated you badly, it must be hard to be angry at them if it didn't affect you. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? You would you would be angry that they did whatever they did, but at the end of the day, if they'd been nothing but kind to you, you would still have those nice feelings towards them. Mm. I know Scotty finds it really hard of the life-saving club that he was in um, because the guy that was in charge there has been Australia's most, like, worst pedophile and he never experienced it, but he said there was such a weird thing of going but other people in the group did. Yeah. You know, and he goes, you grew up and you sort of liked him as a fatherly figure and then to find something like that, it was really quite hard mm. to, to get your head with. around and know yeah. that you weren't there for other people but mm. you never knew sort of about it. Yeah. Mm. I guess you wouldn't know until you're in the situation. Um, yeah. Mm. Really. Um, but great podcast today. Dean Geyer, of course, is on there. Um, some Google reviews. People um, who have stayed in quarant- hotel quarantine for mm-hmm. COVID – um, still reviewed the hotel to tell them about their quarantine experience. Can I say the Grand Chancellor mm. has top reviews. Mm. Like I know that we're sort of saying like, yeah. you know, it's a, but apparently the rooftop pool is amazing. Well, it had five stars before and it hasn't really gone down during it's just quarantine. all refurbed as well. So I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were saying that the they way refurbed that refurbed it for the quarantine no, before, people, did they? <laughs> but they're saying about how they've dealt with it. And you know how you'd see the photos of like people in quarantine in Sydney and Melbourne. Mm. They're saying that has never been the case for them. No, there you go. No, there, there you, you go. go. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yes, I've done a Google search. I get heavily influenced by the Google reviews. Mm-hmm. If I'm not into something and they go, oh, but everyone else has given it five stars, I question myself. I go, must be good. And Likewise, we, if you don't like it and everyone loves it, you're thinking, like, you're the problem? I'm the problem, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah right. 100%. Like, it's, it's gospel to me, which it's, it's, it's rude, I guess, to presume that because some people just go on there and do lying ones. And I have to have a round of applause for the people that respond. Because now they have proven that if you are a business, you get a bad review, respond so that people reading it like myself can see that you've taken the time to, and mm-hmm. maybe you then go, maybe it is the person who left the review that has a problem. Just don't be too pissy about it, because if you get real defensive yeah, in the response, yeah, a fine then people go, mm, mm. So we uh, got asked on Friday, when are we going to do more Google reviews? Because we read them out. So we've done one, and it's very timely, because it's hotel quarantine. <laughs> there are so many, and I can't read all of them out, because... Language? Yeah, language, yeah. Language and legalities. Mm. So, so these are hotels... That, in Brisbane. Right. Who, yep. that, and people are saying what their experience was like to be in quarantined. Quarantine. Now, right. what would you expect? Like, no, like poor reviews, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of the opposite. Okay. A lot of people, and a lot of these hotels had five stars before they took on hotel quarantine. Mm-hmm. So you're questioning, like, maybe you shouldn't have done it. But people are still happy with it. This first one, this one's from Todd, right? And he said, service and staff of friendliness is second to none. Very clean, well presented with fantastic rates. Unfortunately, management didn't seem fit to inform the current guests that they're now a hotel 
self-quarantine. Arriving back from lunch to find several police and everyone in hazmat suits can be very disconcerting. <laughs> Escorting guests to their rooms, no one was wearing a mask. We got really confused about it, asked during checkup, and they said, everything's okay, sir. <laughs> one star. Oh. So apparently oh. they didn't inform them that. So if he had a heads been, up, he would be okay. Well, if it. you went for lunch, because I didn't realise that they're not all hotel quarantine. Only certain levels are that. Yeah. So there's some here in Brisbane where there's only two floors and they're open to the public still. Mm. Mm. So people yeah. have complained about that. Um, yes, Zita said, thank you so much for making my 14-day hotel quarantine so pleasant. Excellent food, especially since requesting gluten-free and dairy-free. Most people tell me to jump, but you just took it very quietly. <laughs> I'd have to say five stars. That's oh, nice, there isn't we it? go. Yeah, yeah, very nice stars. Um, Sue has written uh, three out of five stars. That's not too bad. Mm. Uh, clean hotel, staff-friendly, limited resources in the room. There was only two tea bags and two coffee satchels and no sugar and no milk. I arrived after nine and they just said you can go to the 7-Eleven. Now, the <laughs> owner has responded. <laughs> you remember they're in, well, they're in hotel quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they've responded. Hi, Sue. Many thanks for taking the time to leave a review. However, can I double check that you have stayed here? We've been closed to the public since September. <laughs> oh, so, <good. laughs> so I don't know what I don't know what they were doing. Uh, but having said that, two tea bags and two sugars are industry standard when you stay in a hotel. Stay. They're, yeah. only, they're only expecting two people to be in there for one morning tea. They're one not gonna... person's written really annoyed about the music at the functions area, saying it was just too quiet. I would want that you were on a little bit more of a buzz. I understand there's residents, but with a big wedding like this, you'd really want um, a little bit more pumping. They've yeah, written back. Quiet music is a vibe killer. Thanks for time to leave your review. We have to be honest, though, and said we haven't had any weddings at the venue for two years. What's going on? Are you confused where you stayed at? <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? Thank yeah. you for your review. It's not our fault you booked a shit DJ for your wedding. Take mm. it up with them. Mm. Mm. Not often, though. Like, you know, your neighbour's playing music too, um, too loud, and you're like, hey, hey. Crank it, Crank it. <laughs> Cool tunes, bro. Debbie has written, and I do like this, two months ago she wrote this, four out of five stars. Even though I am forced to stay here and it was not my choice, I was escorted here by police, I have to say, 14 days in isolation, I would choose to stay here for another occasion. Great room. I Actually, no, sorry, the PSD would probably prevent me staying here again. <laughs> That's not their fault, though. No. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's written that they're really annoyed about the loyalty. Loyalty doesn't mean anything when it comes to COVID-19. Family and I were booked this for our 21st. A week's notice, um, we were told that we can't stay here anymore because it's a hotel quarantine. Dear Amber, yes, it's now a hotel quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you what? can't. You protected me from coronavirus? The service is it just, just unbelievable. It just, uh, I mean, people get really annoyed about it, don't they? Um, someone has just said uh, this one. Uh, Aiden has written three out of five stars. Not bad. I didn't get to the pool. I didn't get to the dining hall. I didn't get to anything being in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> the only entertainment apart from watching Netflix, I thought he started to rhyme at the start. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was yeah, a bit I of know. a song there, yeah. Was to take photos from the balcony. Dear Aiden, you're in hotel quarantine. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not able to use the hotel <laughs> facilities. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they had to make a choice. Could yeah. they have let not let the, like, should, should they not have let the quarantine people have a dip here and there? No, because as Abby was saying, there's, there's other, guests, other there. guests there. So, like, when the, when the, um, footy yeah, people say to the other, it, other guests, say, you're not allowed in. This is, this pool's for the quarantiners. This, this pool is quarantine. <laughs> the buffet's quarantine. There were some people saying that they're in quarantine. They were allowed to run around the, the hotel floor yeah. and doing laps. Ah. And they said they could, uh, tell you every single thing about the artwork. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. You can say in the bedroom in another scenario. Today it is at the football, so join in 131060. I'm doing it on Saturday. I'm going to do the girls first and then I'm. Sorry. It's good to know you've got an appointment. I have. Yeah. I'm doing the girls at 410. <laughs> yeah. And then when they leave, I've got the guys happening. It's a double header. Oh. Do you find it's better to go the girls first? Well, that's when they're on. It's their first time there. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> at the Gabba. Yeah. The girls' first time it's in the big ring. Love it. So, yeah. And once again, if you get tickets, you get to go to both of them. Oh, really? So amazing. Two for the price of one. You can uh, come along, Stav, if you want. 
Yeah, I'll set that appointment. He's he's not real good with the girls. Uh, 131060, guys. Uh, Don't be shy. Get on. Our best uh, caller here is going to get 100 bucks. Suspended Hog's Breath Cafe. Brendan, Everton Hills, what can you say in both scenarios? Uh, hi, guys. Love the show. Uh, nice try. How about we have a good game next time? Yes, yeah. yes. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> John out there in Bribey Island, what can you say in the bedroom and at the footy? Yeah, this one's for stuff. Can you hold the balls? <laughs> sure, John. And I've got one, I've got one for Abby uh, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, do we really need this many guys to play the game? <laughs> <laughs> I think that every time, but you know. Sometimes you do, John. Sometimes you do. Do you know that they're, uh, they're uh, disinfecting the balls in between? Yeah, they Which do. Which is great to do, but if it yep. goes over, they swap the balls over and get some new ones right. yeah. so they yeah. can wash it down before they put it back out. COVID safe. As soon as a random touches the balls, I think that's the end of the ball. Isn't the it? people on there aren't random, yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean, if it goes into the crowd, yeah. it's yeah. done for. Mm-hmm. Uh, alrighty, let's go to Kim and Bray Park. What can you say in the bedroom and at the footy? Um, I think I've torn something. Yeah. You've got to warm up sometimes, Kim, if yeah. you're going in there for yeah. a long time, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with a rub down. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully, just not not a season ender, just a game ender for the moment. Annie, if Ormo, <laughs> what can you say in the bedroom and at the football? Tear too, if you tear too oh, much, but that's I just the end realized you've been watching Manny at the football. Well, that was a good three minutes. Nah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> no, he was taken off. Sorry, Annie. What can you say? No, you're right. Um, you could say, like, goal, because you're going to go kick a goal. So yes. Yes. Goal is in the bedroom. Yes. yes. Kicking goal. <laughs> and it's always good, always good to see the umpire throw those two fingers at you, too. What about when they go to the screen? And they're like, mm. we're going to have to go. You know, uh, and you're like, everybody saw it, mate. Yes. What about if you get it behind? Oh, yeah, that's, you know. I mean, disappointing sometimes. Some people enjoy that. That's true. Jack in Eagleby, what can you say in both scenarios? Uh, hey, it's half time. Can you go grab a beer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troy, what are you saying in the bedroom and at the footy? Uh, how about, oh, no, the ball's been torn. <gasps> Does that happen, Troy? Uh, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> possible. It's possible. Interesting. You learn something every day. Nathan in North Lakes, what can you say in the bedroom and at the footy? That patch of grass is so wet, the balls are flapping everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Nathan. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) He slid straight over. Uh, He just slid for miles. (laughs) Kaylee in Kingston. What can you say? Hey, Hey. what can you say in the bedroom at the footy, Kaylee? Look, coach, I need to be coach because I want to be a better player. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, yes you want to improve your game, don't you, Kaylee? Exactly. Get yeah. better. Coach me, coach me. Mind you, you don't want coach best me. and fairest. Best and fairest is just like a nice way of is saying, good award? job, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the best player of the year, and then mm-hmm. they go, and the best and fairest, which is like the person who was like the nicest. Tried the hardest. Yeah. Xander in Wilston. What can you say in the bedroom and at the footy? Bring us home strong. Let's take this to the bunker. Yeah, baby. Oh, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? The reason we like doing this is because a lot of people avoid asking questions because they don't want to be rude. We mm. live in a, like, you know, political correctness is number one. But in doing that, I think you stop having conversations about how people would like to be addressed mm-hmm. as well, or what they consider to be uh, offensive. And if you're never really asking it, mm. then you're never, you're never knowing what they like. If you ignore the thing that makes someone that makes up the biggest part of someone's story. Yeah. Is it more offensive to do that and pretend like you don't know about it than mm. it is to just be open and ask them questions? So we're breaking that down this morning. Um, and Jess has put her hand up and said, I would love to be a part of this. She was adopted. And if there's anything, nothing is off limits that you would like to ask her about it, 13 10 60, call us now. Hi, Jess. Good morning, guys. How are we? Good. Thanks for being a part of it. I- I'm going to go first. Because there has been a comment that is always thrown around within kids' circles. And I wonder how you've taken it, if you've known you've been adopted um, from day one, when people go, "Uh uh-huh, you're adopted, like, you know, to siblings. Has that always hurt? Um, Oh, 
Oh, that's a tough one. To be perfectly honest, I actually haven't experienced that one. Mm. Not to you, but you know how p- other kids, I guess, make that jokes with siblings about... Or even just in the, in yeah. the playground when well, people I aren't adopted. With, I haven't had it with siblings because no. both my brother and I are, are adopted. We're not blood-related, but mm-hmm. we're both adopted. Yeah. Um, but... <sighs> I, I honestly can't answer that one because I've never, Experience neither it, yeah. of us have ever experienced that. We were um, always told from day one that we were adopted, that we were special because we were chosen for um, mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, no, I've actually... <laughs> well, that's true <laughs> like, when you say that, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a compliment because it's like, I was chosen, I was thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you were mm-hmm. wanted... So much. You are so loved. Not saying, like, I've got five of my own biological children and I don't love them any less or any more. Um, but I've actually never experienced that one. So that one's actually thrown me. What's really um, interesting about your story, you, you lived in Tasmania, uh, and, yeah. which is a pretty small place and very small community. And people would see your dad and joke that, oh, look, there goes your daughter because you guys look so much alike, but you guys didn't know that you were actually related. That's, that's crazy. Uh, my dad found out he had me a week before I turned 18. My um, my Debbie, my biological mum, she made a phone call and said, uh, hi, um, guess what? You've got a daughter turning 18 next week. Yeah. Um, that shocked him a little bit. <laughs> um, he didn't think he had any children, obviously. Um, but he had done, he'd been working in a lot of different businesses, takeaway stores, um, retail and everything like that throughout those 18 years. And yeah, we had actually bumped into each other. My, my dad, he's a builder and we actually built a house next to one of his business partners. The same school as his business partner's children. Like we had actually seen each other. Wow. 131060, that's the number if you want to ask Jess a question. She's adopted. Um, do you mind if I ask Jess, did you ever, as a, a kid, because you knew from day one that you were adopted, with your yep. adoptive parents um, when you went through teenage years, did you ever use that that horrible comeback to them when they were parenting you that you're not my real mum or dad? Yeah, I did. No, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you regret I it now. I that one, but yeah, yeah I did. And um, as horrible as it sounds, it was always to my mum. I'm such a daddy's girl. Yeah, right. Um, it was always to my mum, and I know how much that used to upset her and hurt her because she was the one that went through IVF for mm. seven years. Um, so that one, that one really stings. And um, yeah. Not the nicest. It's hard being a teenager, though, Jess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you, when you made a decision to uh, find out who your biological parents were, was that hard to tell your your parents who had raised you? No, no, no. I had their support one hundred, a hundred and ten percent. It was something we'd always discussed, sort of around fifteen, sixteen. I wanted to do, um, and I wanted to try and know. Uh, by my 18th birthday, but because for legal reasons, I couldn't just look up their details or anything like that. You've got to go through the adoption agency, and that's if it wasn't a sealed adoption. Um, and then you go through the adoption agency, fill out your details. They then get in contact with the biological parents and make sure they're happy for contact. And, yeah, it's, a, it's not an easy process mm. either to try and find your biological parents. All right, let's open them up. Clay, you're first off uh, from Ipswich. What would you like to ask Jess? Hey, Jess, do you mind if I ask? Um, Not at all. Do you, <laughs> do you feel a different love from your biological parents than you do from your foster parents? I don't. Mm. And here's why. Because I've been lucky enough that my my parents, my mum and dad, and then my biological parents, Nick and dad, Debbie, I have four sets of parents. I don't call Nick and Debbie mum and dad for a reason, mm. and I explained that to them, mm. but I have now have a bigger family support, and I've been really lucky where everything's worked out for me. More so, Christmas presents. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, but I just... Look, Nick and I are really, really close now. Um, he feels slightly guilty that he didn't know about me, and... I've said to him, 
um, explained it wasn't his fault in any way. But we just have a great relationship. We speak at least once a week and everything mm. like that. Um, Debbie, on the other hand, she's gone on to have a couple of more children of her own, so I've got two half-brothers out of it. Yep. Um, but we're not as close, and I think there is a slight guilt from her. Did and I, that's why we're right. not as close. Because Nick didn't know about you. Did, did he ever say whether he would have kept you rather than have we you adopted actually out? We had that conversation, and the first words that came out of his mouth were, if we had known we wouldn't have let you be adopted. Yeah, you would have right. been raised with yeah, us. And my explanation to that is but you've done so much in those 18 years and I've had a great upbringing. Mm. Um, with mum and dad, there's nothing to feel guilty about. Yeah. What about with your kids? Because we're now in each other's life. Yeah. Mm. What about with your kids? Do they use, like, Nana and Pop or with, with all your parents? Yeah, so um, we've got racing Pop. Who is my dad? Because yep. he likes racing cars. Yep. We've got Nana yep. V, um, and we've got Poppy Nick. They don't really know about Debbie because she's in WA, and as I said, Has, we're yeah. not overly close. Mm, yeah. Uh, let's go to Dave in Burp and Gary. What would you like to ask Jess? Hi, Jess. Uh, do you mind if I ask? Um, Maddie basically asked the same question, but um, why is it that your mum didn't tell your dad? Is obviously you know he didn't get the opportunity to. Have you all those years when you're up adopted? Um, so back in 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 1980s, so to speak, um, my Debbie was 17, obviously unmarried, mm. came from a strict Catholic family, and was actually seeing two guys at the one time and didn't know which one was right. father. <laughs> oh, and she didn't want to have to tell them both and go through that. Yeah, um, so there is, on my on my birth certificate, there's a couple of indiscretions and I we still, to this day, believe she didn't quite know who the father was. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess, wow. even, I guess, even though it's a short time ago, you would have been hard to do all the DNA testing as, as quickly or as easy yeah. as it is now. Mm. Yeah, but, um, yes, she sort of, after seeing photos of me, went, oh, I know who it is. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hayley from Eaton's Hill, you're on with Jess, who uh, is adopted, and it's Do You Mind If I Ask? Go for it. Good morning, Jess. Do you mind if I ask, do you feel that your adoption has affected um, your relationship, um, you know, as as an adult, or um, and by that I mean more with your children um, growing up and, and your affection um, towards them? I don't, I don't, um, yeah, no, I don't. The only thing I did notice growing up being adopted was one of my adoptive grandparents used to treat myself and my brother differently to the other cousins because mm. we were adopted. And yeah. then I had was treated differently again because I've actually got beautiful Jamaican skin, so I wasn't technically related to her. Mm. Um, but I guess yeah, where no, I was going I with that question, Jess, was more, um, so my mum's adopted also, yep. and as um, I've grown up and, um, you know, come into my teens and, and an adult and a, a mum myself, I'm always like, mum, why don't you ring me? Or um, mum, why don't you try saying this to me instead of just going, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, she always throws back in my face, well, I'm adopted and I don't have that affection. I don't have that mm. ability it's, you know, and plays with it. And I just, right. do you resonate with that at all? No, mm. no, no, not at all. Okay. I think. I, I, look, I feel for you. Um, but no, I, I, I guess I've been really lucky that no, I haven't had to experience that. Hmm. Okay. That is, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. It is. Thanks yeah. for calling, Hayley. Um, and our last question this morning comes anonymously. They are on with us. Hi. Good morning, Jess. Do you mind if I ask, Dahl, would you have adopted yourself or have you considered it? Anything like that? Look, I would love to adopt. I've got, mind you, saying that, I've got five little people of my own, so <laughs> I don't have time to, for another yeah. one. Um, unfortunately, in Australia, though, if you can have your own biological children, you, yeah, that's it, right. you're sort of put to the end of the line for adoption. 
Oh, really? Wow. It's really hard really? to adopt in Australia, Very isn't hard, it? And if yeah. you it it can't have really, kids, really hard. Yeah, because of medical issues, then it even puts you down further in the line, which is why a lot of people would like to adopt as well. But yeah. if they've had like some sort of cancer in their mm. their health, well, the process. Yeah. For adoption, like I know my mum and dad were really, really lucky back in the 80s, but they did IVF for seven years. So they waited, they were able to do IVF and be on the adoption list for seven years. But now you cannot do both. You have to choose either one or the other. So you can't be on the adoption list and do IVF, or you can't do IVF and be on the adoption list. Wow. Um, Yeah. So the process is made so much harder and when you sit back and you look at all these kids in foster care and things like that that are unfortunately some push from home to home, I think it's where the rules need to be relaxed a little bit more. Yeah, there needs to be adoption reform. Thank you so much for being open and honest and taking all the questions, Jess. No, thanks so much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda and camp better thanks to our partner Coleman. Stab Abby and Matt's camp out. The camping trip. We're excited because it's the first time that Stab's coming along. You haven't been as keen. Life gets in the way, guys. All Aussie adventures. Pack up your swag. Let's go. It was a wild couple of days on the old camping trip. We what? had fun. Uh, big shout out to Anaconda um, who hooked us up with the gear as well. Gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda Camp Better. Thanks to our partner Coleman. We've got some great stuff they uh, supplied everyone who came along. So good. Gra- a great group of people. Mm-hmm. I think Amazing. We yeah, no, too. we haven't we haven't got around to saying thank you to everyone that came along because it was such a different group. Mm-hmm. Everyone had such brilliant stories as well to share. Yeah. I, I think best time. I walked away knowing everyone's life story, mm. which was which was quite nice. Mm. Um, there was beverages that were had. Mm-hmm. There was people who fell asleep on the toilet. Bobby. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby had a couple we too many beers. There was ambulances called. How's mm. Finney's head? Yeah, he had a concussion. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. They gave me a checklist of what to um to look out for. Yeah. So how's I keep, Scotty's I... head? What did Scotty do with his head? He uh, concussed himself too, remember? Did he? Do? What do you mean? When? Down the slide. Oh, remember when he was... yelled at him? Yeah, no, he just had oh, a little head no, bump. no, a little head bump. No, for him, that's he bounces. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good family fun. And the thing is, when you sleep in tents, you hear everything. Oh, God. You know, the walls literally are paper thin mm-hmm. on a tent. It was interesting because we all left at different times. So we had to get going really early because Finney insisted on going, um, so we left at five. Mm. Yeah, he was playing tennis, tennis yeah. wasn't he, Saturday morning. Yeah. So we had to get down for a seven o'clock game. So we yeah. left at five in the morning and walking through, I heard a lot. You heard You heard it? Did you hear that? I heard it. I did not know who it was. What I heard wasn't at that time. I recorded this before I went to bed. Mm. Well, it was still going at five in the morning and that is God. a long time. And, and then, was... then again, you did actually just go to bed at two. Yeah, was it two? I thought it was one. Was it two? There was still there was still noise around about two. Right, I was last. I was one of the last men standing, um, and this happened um, before I went to bed. Mm. And I'm going to play this to you, mm. and you can tell me what you think it is, okay. and who you think it is, okay? Because it's pretty. <laughs> oh man! Here we go. You and Ray, yeah, because you were giggling. Mm. I could this is this is, they were still, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> is that me? I <laughs> well, I at first thought there's someone's got a pet pig here, some so I heard that at five in the morning mm. and I thought it was Maddie, so I was trying to walk around, but I've heard Maddie's before. Yours isn't like that, no, that was you. Mm. <laughs> Did you know you snored that much? Yeah, Did you? Uh huh. Oh. Mm. Mate, we, there was like eight of us still up drinking, chatting, listening to music, and we that was we had to crank up the Yui boom because you were. That's wild. Is it that bad? Is that since your nose surgery? You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because now I breathe through my nose. 
which I never ah. used to do before. See, this is what's happened before. He's going to hate me saying this, but we've gone camping as um, uh, with a lot of different people. And you know when after a few drinks, people snore a little bit more? Mm. So I couldn't sleep one night at all, and I've made him go to the doctors because I was listening to it, and all of a sudden, it stops. Mm. This- and then and then he'll go, <gasps> I'm like, dude, he's, he's about to die. Oh, one of your friends. Yeah, so oh. I kept going over to his tent. I'm like, this is not good enough. So I've made him go to the doctors. He had to have a sleeping thing on oh, yeah. overnight mm. to get it tracked. How, how does sometimes your- when you snore, you don't get rested. How does your wife sleep through that? Oh, my wife can sleep through a hurricane. One time there was water coming. There was one of the, the storms of uh, 2011, and our house back then was all glass. And there was water coming into the bedroom. Our pillows were soaking. She woke up, turned the pillow over, went back to sleep. <laughs> dude can sleep. I don't know, but Rory was in the tent sleep? with me. I didn't, that was uh, Rory slept through, at the slept start, through the whole yeah, thing. I thought it all, was Rory. All three are heavy sleepers, though, which mm. is good. Mm. Oh, I would like to know if I snore. All right, never... let's do it again next weekend. <laughs> wow, I can't well, believe... not really. I never slept, to be honest. I had mm. people coming into my room. That's just... Oh, holy shit. Oh, that's bad. I'm outside the tent. I'm not in the tent. <laughs> Acoustic, though, in the tent. Amplify it. <laughs> <laughs> now you slept well then. I slept all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still going at five. Still yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Alpha box. It's worth ten thousand dollars, guys. If you want to play tomorrow, here are some of the answers to make it even easier. Rihanna and Rhino. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Stupid as stupid does. We went camping and uh, we left on, was it Thursday morning? Thursday, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And Scotty is a champion. Mahabi is a champion packer. He takes it very seriously. He's a, a gun at Tetris. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Mm. So he, we were all doing different roles. I said, I've got a couple of stuff to do in the morning. You pack the car. He said, no worries, because he doesn't like me doing it. I'm allowed to take stuff out there, but he needs to pack it. That's so, our uh, roles. We've all got our own roles. But you know what is annoying? Because I'm the same. I'm the car packer. Mm. Yeah. And you bring everything out and you look at it and you're like, okay. This is the stuff I'm going to start packing. But then you always toddle out with a couple of more bits. He always go, have you got anything? I'll go, yeah, I've got a swim bag. And he goes, can't fit the swim bag. <laughs> oh, well, they need towels. No, they're not having towels. And that's anyway, and I'm always like, baby, more. you'll make it fit, <laughs> is what I always say. And he always does. But I was coming out to film how much, because remember we were all sort of sharing how much we had. We were yeah. doing photos. And I thought I would film and show you how much we've got. And Scotty was putting it into my car, which is covered because it was supposed to be raining. Yeah. So he didn't want to take his ute because rain on the highway. Mm, so yeah, he right. took our car and he's very proud of his trailer yep. because his trailer is open, but it could keep all the bikes and the scooters and everything mm. in it. As I was walking out to film it, this is what he noticed. That doesn't even have a table. What are you doing? I just, I thought you was at a table. <laughs> are you serious? Hey, I've always had a table, haven't I? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're driving me. Were you eating? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't really filming it for purposes of sharing, to be honest. I'm generally eating. So the whole thing's packed, trailer's packed. Yep. No tow bar. No tow bar whatsoever. So we worked out that on my previous car we had a tow bar. <laughs> he has one, but no tow bar, no tow ball, no anything. So he and we were just ready to leave. Yeah, like we yeah. were, the kids were already there. We were going, and then he had to unpack it all, <laughs> and pack in his ute, <laughs> and go and get a tarp to put over all the stuff. Well, did he crack it? He didn't seem as. Does he crack it? No, no, it's internal. You know why? Because he's annoyed at himself. Uh, yeah. That's so, why I would be living because no, it's his he's, fault. He's, no, he doesn't crack it. He's like, why would I? Why would it be such a dumb? Why would it be so? That's really dumb of me. And I'd be uh, like, it's all right, babe. I'm I not would... going to get annoyed at him because he's the one that's annoyed. Already. I would tear shreds off myself. Would you? Oh, how yeah. would that go there? Yelling you openly? Are such a. Oh, oh yeah, like go I to would... the mirror. Is it just yeah, yell yeah. at yourself? So you can <laughs> yeah. see yourself. Esther would be like, "You're, it's fine, babe. Don't be so hard on yourself." I'd be like, "Nah, be so annoying." I knew how annoyed he was because at one point he goes, "Hey, love of my life." <laughs> yeah, and I had to come out and. He was, can you help me got the tool bar down? So, you know, all the tools. He had to carry all those down. Oh, and I knew he was annoyed to ask no. me. So we had to take them all out of his well, year. added like 40 down. minutes on to you, about 40, to unpack we and We still got there or? first. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you guys? Oh, kicking back. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the back of my ute was piled up. Thirteen ten sixty. We're asking you this morning when you've been such a dumbass. That is a dumbass move. <laughs> so maybe those little things like um, I'm a bandit for. I have a really short iPhone cord um. on my phone, so I plug in my phone and I'm like, "Yep, sweet, she's plugged in." But then when I go to put it on my like bedside table. The USB part pulls out of mm. the um, out of the actual wall, uh, so the cord's plugged in the whole time, mm. but it's not charging mm. at all. What about mine with tiles recently? No, that was I wanted legitimately to get tiles, hilarious. and I've been seeing them everywhere, and they're beautiful <laughs> checker tiles. Have you seen them? They're like navy and white checks. Oh, yep, big yep. ones, like big square tiles. Yes. You can get black and white, and I thought they look gorgeous. I want to try and get them, so I called up to try and get the quote on them. <laughs> And they're like, we don't have any of the checker ones. I'm like, surely you do. And they're like, are you talking about just buying half white and half navy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you, so you thought the tiles were checkered, not yeah. that they got laid checkered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so the tiler makes it checkered. They don't, they don't print them checkered. <laughs> what about one of our favourites with you, Maddie? where um, tell everyone about the pizza oven. Oh, okay. So Adrian, our, our audio producer, he, um, <laughs> his brother builds beautiful pizza ovens. And I'm mm. like, yeah, I would love a pizza oven out the back, you know. But I just, you know, I like to cook. I like to cook, like, meat and stuff. I'm more of a roasting person. And he, he goes to me, it's just an oven. <laughs> so people predominantly exclusive for pizza. People predominantly use them for pizza, but they're an oven, bro. He's like, I'd love one. But I just don't eat that much pizza, hey, you know? <laughs> now, Susie on 13 Ted 60. Have you been a dumbass? Yes, I have. Um, so I bought my new my new AirPod mm-hmm. and not realising that I had to take my phone with me when I walked into the shop. <laughs> um, I was on the phone to a friend and I was wondering why it cut out halfway through. Um, I had to run back to the car and get my phone. Oh, what, you thought it was just you could walk for infinite kilometres and it would just stay connected? I actually thought I was. I had the phone with me. Cause, yeah, yeah, right, right okay. She's seen Susie, I did that. At the, has anyone ever got the car washed and it's still connected to the car? But the phone rings. Oh. So I had the phone ring. I was like, why can I not hear them? And the guys are like waving at me like, it's on in the car, man. Oh, and I'm no. like, hello, hello. Hi, uh, John Kabulcha. You've been a dumbass. Yeah, I was a massive dumbass. So I was going to my cousin's wedding about two and a half years ago out at Gordon's Country near Warwick. Oh, yeah. And we got about three quarters of the way there and realised we had none of our outfits for the wedding in the car. Oh, did you have to go back? You had to turn back, didn't you? Yeah, we turned around and had to go back and get them. It put us out, put us out about four hours. <laughs> Nicholas, what did you do? Uh, several times when I'm trying to go inside the house, I actually use the car remote to try to unlock the door. I don't know why I did that every time. <laughs> what, you pointed at your doorknob thinking that's going to uh, open it? Uh, well, yeah, I'm pretty stupid that way. <laughs> <laughs> you just go, everything's a remnant. Nas in Bell, Bellbird Park, what have you done? Hi, guys. Um, so a couple of years ago, my husband and I were talking about the uh, Labor Day long weekend, and he was excited. He was like, oh, it's really good that we actually get it off this year. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, oh, because, you know, Labor's in. And I was like... Oh, uh, <laughs> wait, do you think that we only get it because the Labor Party's in? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, Who yeah. have I married? <laughs> I tell you what, that'd be a good policy. Vote us in and you'll get, get a day a, off yeah, work. Yeah. you get a public holiday. <laughs> Liberal day. <laughs> uh, Catherine and Red Bank Plains, dumbass moments. We've all had them. Your husband had one this morning. Catherine? Kat- Don't know how she's having a dumbass moment with her phone. Is it on mute? Catherine? Catherine? No. She's walked too far away with her um, <laughs> AirPods in. Oh, that's always disappointing, mm. isn't it? It was the best story, too. Yeah, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> probably wasn't. Uh, all right, we've lost her. Oh, no, no, she's no we'll, gone. Try, we'll try. We'll try. All right, try. let's try. All right. No. no, Catherine, you there, Catherine? Hello? 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 Oh, of course, I start the song and you're there. All right. Well, all right. What happened, Catherine? Um, I. Had a dumbass moment and turned my volume down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
African born, but to us, he'll always be an Aussie. Mr. Dean Geyer. We know him from Australian Idol. Not for winning, he came fourth. Never before in Idol history has any performer sung their own song on this show, so. Dean Geyer, change. Then he joined Neighbours. Rachel Kinski, coming up, Rachel. And hooked up with uh, Veronica. Please welcome for Memory Monday, Dean Geyer. Oh, yes, let's go back. Dean Geyer is on with us this morning, all the way from California. Good morning. Hey, how's it, guys? Here's the gang. How's it, how are you guys doing? We're good. <laughs> Were you going to be like an Aussie accent? What's going on? No, it's still straight up South African. Uh, good. Yes, good for yes, you. You know, yes. for, for a moment there, though, from I think about 2006 to 2010, I had a full-on Australian accent. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in South Africa, but yeah. it just, yeah. I don't know, switched on me. Was that when you were an Australian Idol? Because you were in the year that Jessica Malboy won, and you I think you were the runner-up. What year was that? So that was 2006, and then I jumped on to Neighbours, I think it was 2008. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I had to put on the Aussie accent for Neighbours, but for, as I said, from 2006, it just it snuck up snuck up on me. It's one of those catchy little accents. Well, people in America would probably think you've got an Australian accent, wouldn't they? They always get us confused. They do. It's either they either say it's Australian or British. Nobody ever. I mean, nobody knows any South Africans. Let's be honest. No. Well, to America, there is no <laughs> other country that's Or maybe in Australia. Mate, you've you've got a long list of things we need to cover off uh, in this chat. Very successful career besides Australian Idol back then. Um, you also made your way onto Glee over in America when it was at its absolute peak. That must have been a crazy time for you. Yeah, man, it definitely was. Um, super grateful to have jumped on there. I, it, it just, it all came together so well. At that point, I had sort of uh, stepped back from music. So when when I got the audition for that role, it just, it, it was a dream come true because, you know, two things that I love the most mm. in the world, music and acting, and it just, it just happened for me. I, I, I got to do a chemistry read with uh, Leah Michelle, and uh, actually she's the one who always says that uh, it's because of her that I got the role. I walked out of the room and she's like, yeah, I think he's the guy. Right. So uh, <laughs> you know, shout, out, shout out to her. So you obviously, because there's been reports of late that she was horrible to work with um, on set, and that was, you know, just some individual cast members sort mm. of saying it. She How- came out and had to apologise. She said, I'm sorry for my behaviour if it's seen them. I'm working on myself. So she did take you, some ownership. Yeah. I, I, the hardest thing, though, I guess, is when someone tweets it, there's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's the, yeah. Whatever they've tweeted is the go. Mm. W- was your, you, your speaking like your interaction was quite positive? Yeah. yeah I, I got asked to comment on my experience, and I was, I was on it for season four, and she, I, the majority of my stuff was with her, and she was really nice to me. I, I actually got a lot of backlash just for saying that, right. uh, for for telling the truth. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's right. the problem these days. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, to me, she was lovely. And, um, yeah, as I said, super grateful. And it was. I mean, season four seemed to be where the show peaked. Mm. And then, and then of course, you know, um, sadly, uh, Corey passed away. Yeah. And, mm. and um, stuff sort of started to um, not fall apart. But, you know, I think everybody was... Uh, just felt it, mm. you know. Let's let's just put it that way. You were on um, Neighbours with Margot Robbie, weren't you? I was. You guys still keep in touch? Yeah. No, unfortunately, she's. Uh, you know, I don't know. She's living in London. Or she, she's too famous now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still got those scenes, Dean, yeah. that you could still just send her and like, hey, just running through some old Neighbours episodes. Remember this? Yeah. You could call Doctor Carl. Can't call Margot. Yeah. I get it. No. You're a director. Now and a producer, what's exactly. happening? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't look. If I called that, I don't even know if she'd remember me. It's um, it's funny. Well, that. let's yeah. try now. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. Let's do it. Number. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because we always ask that when we have people. I'm like, did you, you know, Margot Robbie or whatever? But I don't talk to the sales chicks from the very first radio job that I ever had. You know, it's not like you don't. For you, they're yeah. work colleagues, aren't they? Exactly, exactly. I, I mean, look, the first couple of years, I moved to America. I came out in 2009. She came out, I think, about in 2010 uh, to explore the scene here. There was a bunch of, I think, eight of us, the mm. neighbors crew that came out. Mm. We all kept in touch, as you do. And then um, and then she just 
skyrocketed, man. She booked a TV show, and then next thing we know, she's on Wolf of Wall Street and nuts. So good for her. She's I'm super proud of her. And next time you see her, you're delivering her coffee at a table. Hey, Dean's doing all, all right, guys. I'm logging off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Veronicas are a huge part of Brisbane, and they grew up here. and And we all saw online at a very young age. You and Lisa obviously had that struggle of a long distance relationship and an, and an engagement. That must have been a really tough time for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was we 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 were young and sort of caught up in the at, at that time I um that was sort of the peak of my career in Australia. You know, apart from long distance with anybody, I think just being busy mm. in the country was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, no matter who I was in a relationship with, so I I actually just I was speaking to my mom about the past and, you know, Australian Idol and their neighbors and I, I wish I kept a schedule in like a day planner or something <laughs> because I, I just can't believe how much I did, how much mm. I worked. Uh, look, yeah, it was an exciting time. Um, they they were they were doing really really well. They were, you know, how, how are they now? <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're still, still cranking. Yeah. yeah, we chatted to them just recently. They're probably listening oh, at the moment, mate. Good they live here. They live here at the moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah they haven't travelled. So say hi, Dean. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Hey, hey, girls. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say hey, girls. It's like you're supposed to just say one. But, um, no. Dean, you were, I mean, now um, a celebrity get me out here. Australia is actually filmed in Australia, but it was filmed um, in South Africa when you appeared on it. And you were talking about getting in trouble for your, I don't know, just being honest, but there was a, a lot of headlines that were made about you, I guess, coming out in support of Donald Trump and talking about the gun laws then. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it more so the gun laws, I think, and yeah. he seems to be his name just gets brought up in every, every conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean, look, I think I, I come from coming from South Africa. It, it was just something that everybody had, yeah. something everybody did, you know. So I, I, I think just based on my upbringing, I have a certain view towards towards guns and. Uh, you know, I, I I don't see it as, especially over here. I guess I don't see it as being a pro, being a problem if for personal security. If 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 it comes to that, you know, I'm not I'm not outwardly carrying or anything. <laughs> but uh, I forget the conversation. But somebody had brought up whether you would be pro or not, mm. and I said, well, you know, in the states, I guess it's. It is legal in some states, and I, I'm not, I, I guess I just meant I'm not. I'm not against it. So you said you don't carry a gun, but do you own a gun? I do. Okay. So you've got you've just got it locked but up. It's different, it. I guess. We always say, Dean. You know, we like to claim anyone as Australian because you've lived here. Um, <laughs> but as you said, it was different because because family over in South, South Africa, Africa may have had yeah. guns as well growing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that was a that was a big thing. It's 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 no joke. I mean, you know, at one point, I think Johannesburg was the crime capital of the world. Mm, so mm. Uh, you 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 don't want to be caught. <laughs> There's, I could tell you plenty of horror stories where it, it's it sounds like an action movie, mm. and you know what you would be doing. You'd probably be picking up a gun. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't bring a knife to a to a gunfight. You know, so that that sort of thing. Oh. What was what was scary? Now, living there or working with uh, Leah Michelle? Oh, geez, I don't know. Now that I've, I, some of the stories I heard, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> dealing with like Twitter and online comments, right, Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Australian Idol. Word that's coming back onto the television here in Australia. A lot of people, when they say, "Oh, who was on Australian Idol?" You're one of the names that comes up every single time. No way. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, there's, you know, you, Guy Sebastian, wow. Jess Malboy. You're in that sort of top echelon of people that um, we remember. So surely you've had some sort of call up to be part of that. To be a part of the new season? Yeah. yeah well, well no. uh, obviously not competing, but like as in possibly a judge, judge. or, you know, something like that. No, hook, hook me up, guys. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking for ex- an excuse to get back to Australia. Yeah, there you I go. You can always go back uh, with Neighbours. Remember that. No character is ever off limits. <laughs> no, you know what? I think uh, Australian Isle was where it all began for me, yeah. and I I would love to be involved in that show. I mean, I, I owe it all to, to Idol. And I'm 
I'm glad it's coming back. Uh, how many years has it been off uh, off Ooh, air? I'm going to say. Oh, I'd say a few. Six, seven. I know, maybe not. Put well, you on the spot. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll have to do research. Yeah. Although there has been talk that the Veronicas would be. Um, Judges. judges, so you might want to reach out and say, "Hey, more than uh, hey, girls." Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't care, would you? You'd still do it if they were on there. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Why? Why not? Why yeah. not? It's been long enough. Yeah, exactly. Bring your girlfriend out, okay? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Think of the TV it'd make. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, mate, lovely to talk to you this morning. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, great to have a chat to you. We'll chat to you Channel too, 10. Guys. We'll sort that out. We'll get you on onto Australian Idol. Dean Geyer, <laughs> great to chat to you, man. Uh, you two guys, thank you so much. Thank, have a good one. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Blaze another show draws to a close. Stav, Abby and Matt, take a moment to reflect. So we had to call the ambulance. Uh, you would have heard Finney had to go from when we five minutes into the campsite to the hospital, mm. and uh, he had concussion mm. and he's okay. But um, I was just making a little bit of light of the situation to him, and I was getting to record a video message for his um, his cousin, and it was her happy twelfth. And as I went, oh no, sweetie, she's twenty five now. You've had concussion for so long. <laughs> God. He wasn't happy with that. And I've been doing little ones like that. I'm like, oh, sweetie, you probably didn't realise um, you've had concussion, but we, we get you to do the clothes, like, washing now? And he's like, it's not really funny. So we're doing it the whole <laughs> way when I was at Carindale with him yesterday. Yeah. And he turns to me with the crowd and goes, I don't think it's funny to make jokes of it when people have had serious head injuries. Everyone just looks at me and I was like, hmm. I wasn't, so I, no, it wasn't a serious head, but no, you're right. Sorry about that. You go, don't play the player. I walked away. I was like, you right, mate? <laughs> oh, so now it's inappropriate, is it? <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, thanks, but no thanks. Camping was a great time. See everything online. My wife had a bit of a cold on pack-up day. <laughs> I just want to say to that cold... It was like one million degrees in that sun. And I had to do it all on my own. She did send me a text, though. And said she was faking it? No, she sent me a text saying, I feel really bad. We're just laying on the bed and the kids are just running around and Matt's doing it all. That was it. (laughs) So she acknowledged that. Yeah. But to that head cold, mm. <laughs> it was one million degrees, and I had to pack everything on my own, like, including sorting through the clothes. She wasn't happy that I just mixed the dirties with the cleans because I was like, I am so over the this. Smell rule. Oh yeah. Fine. Yeah. Have me worn. Oh, there's dirt. How'd they get there? Oh, thanks, well. but no thanks. Camping. Took a little one out on a kayak, mm-hmm. and then um. She was staying with the grandparents um, the next night. I went out to grab her and they were like, how was it? We love that place. We've been there heaps of times. I was like, yeah, yeah, we liked it. We did all this, we did that. Went kayaking. Yeah, you hit your daughter in the face with an oar, we heard. She told us three times, Daddy hit me in the face with an oar. Shouldn't have been playing up. (laughs) I told her to steer right. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Penny, you don't have to tell everybody. Mm. I know what happened. You know what happened. It was an accident. Let's just move on. Did she say, hey, you didn't put sunscreen on her as well? Do you mind? <laughs> I didn't. I did put sunscreen on. She put the sunscreen on herself. She missed her cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Abby. <laughs> thanks for doing Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast. Catch you tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.